Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob, and joined as always my good friends Duff and Joe. Greetings, everyone. Great to be here. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy hour Friday. Uh, we're discussing minute ten today, and in minute ten of Titanic, Brock Lovett opens up the safe. It just um, don't. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't seem like a real movie when you say his full name. Uh, I just think I like as soon as you say that name, I just think of like a scene from Boogie Nights or something, like them yeah. in the recording studio, and then James Cameron screaming at them from the recording booth. <laughs> it's probably what it was like on the set, to be honest. Uh, so this minute starts. Lewis is just chugging champagne. That's the only way to drink it. <laughs> yeah, that's how you're supposed to drink champagne, right? You just chug it. Uh, the only time I've ever seen people drink it is in locker rooms, and that's what they do. Um. <laughs> oh, that was such a great silence. <laughs> oh, man. I also like how when he, he does actually open up the safe... It looks like George Costanza is uh, running the video camera. I don't know. <laughs> this doesn't really make sense unless you're actually watching the minute, but there's a guy with a video camera that looks just like George Costanza from Seinfeld. Yeah, now I'm looking at it. You're right. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Anatoly is the one guy here who finally gives us a clue. They open it up. Everyone's excited, and he's just like, no diamonds. Um but what I'm wondering is, like, what to to your point earlier, Joe? They seem to have no concern over the paper they're pulling out. He's just using his hands and r- like just ripping <laughs> out literally paper. at the bottom of the ocean for almost a century, <laughs> yeah. and he's just plopping it down in the ground. Is he even like, wearing gloves? He's not wearing no. gloves. It's like watching a four year old open a present. And then and at like the end of this end minute, of the- at the end of this minute, they've got a lab. <laughs> with people wearing gloves and like surgical scrubs, basically gently spraying water on this stuff to clean it up. And this uh, is the I just first. Don't get it. Th- this is the first time we see. Uh, obviously, he pulls out of the safe uh, Jack's art book, which yes. would be a great Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, we we cut to George Costanza's uh, camera view here, and uh, we have. Uh, Lewis, as understanding as always, mentions the same thing happened to Geraldo. <laughs> and what I thought did go ahead. Were Joe. we alive? Or were, were we aware people when that happened? When did that happen? Okay, I'm, I'm, apologize. I'm glad you. Really I'm glad you asked. I I did research on that, so I have some information on it for us and our listeners. I know like what happened, but I just can't remember what year it happened. Yep. It happened in uh, April 21st, 1986. So we were alive, but not very old. So we were not aware. Uh, They aired a two-hour, Geraldo aired a two-hour live event called The Mystery of Al Capone's Vaults on, I believe, primetime television. I think so. 
And he went to the Lexington Hotel in Chicago, which was a place where Capone uh, hung out at. And the rumor was that Capone had a secret vault beneath the hotel. And so without you know doing any prep beforehand, they decided to air this live, them excavating the vault. And so they did this. And on hand was the IRS in case there was any money there. And this is my favorite part. The medical examiner was on hand in case they found any bodies. <laughs> That'd be a good prime time treat. Yes. Oh man, this is just and- the greatest cell phone in history. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 he goes on to have so many more. And they only found um, dirt and empty bottles. <laughs> and Geraldo sort of. That's like- also what you find inside of Geraldo's skull. <laughs> Geraldo went on to he actually apologized on air. Uh, do you know how many people viewed this? Um, it was a massive number, it right? It was hyped. This was a big media event. It was yeah. it was like a like Lonesome Dove or something like that. It was 30 million people. That's a lot. Tuned in live to see him not Can you imagine if Twitter was around during this? Oh my god. <laughs> And, and here, yeah. here's what's so great about our dumb country. Okay, so this happens in 1986, mm-hmm. like uh, 17 years later or so. This dimwit is a war correspondent. <laughs> like our country's brains were broken so badly by a 9/11 that we go to this misadventure in the Middle East. And the guy who on live television showed his ass to the world <laughs> is who we're sending out into the desert. So just the fact that they were like, let's send Geraldo out there. That's A. B, he draws the military's plans into the sand on live television, putting troops in danger. <laughs> and even after both of these things, he's still on TV. So uh, you're also leaving out that. So let's be extremely generous and, you know, give him a mulligan on the whole Al Capone vault thing. Being extremely generous. Because I'll, I'll admit that would have been cool if there was stuff yeah, in there it, to see it live. It's, it's a cool idea. It's not really like exploitative in the sense of like, well, who cares about Al Capone? Uh, so after this, Geraldo goes on to have a. Uh, super highly reputable talk show <laughs> that, whose highlights include him getting hit in the face with a chair by a neo-Nazi. <laughs> Who he now defends. <laughs> uh, so that's the type of programming that this man is known for. And then, yes, uh, later it's like, hey, this is a serious journalist. <laughs> so apparently afterwards he did say that... Uh, uh, recently on Fox of all places, they asked him what happened during the mystery of Al Capone's vaults. How did he respond? He said he got quote, tequila drunk across the street and then went back to his hotel room and put the do not disturb sign on the door. <laughs> oh, <laughs> alright. That's where the idea for this podcast Which came is... from. <laughs> so, yeah. That's the Geraldo reference. He should have jumped out his hotel room window instead. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> he was on a first floor. 
<laughs> even better. He would probably even screw up killing himself. Oh my god! The final self own. Try to air it. Did Playgirl too? That's another fun Geraldo. What? Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look at this. Uh, Do you what use, year? Use your incognito browser. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, September of 1988. So this was after the after. <laughs> so he basically did that the the 80s equivalent of a sex tape to become relevant again, being yeah. in a, a a magazine, a nudie magazine. Man. He's obviously not ashamed of it because he tweeted a, co- a photo of the cover <laughs> pretty recently. Well, I mean, I appreciate that. <laughs> he also. On his website, you can actually watch the entire show of not not the Playgirl show, the Al Capone's Vault show. Oh, um, our next I, minute by minute. <laughs> oh my god! That and when he gets hit in the face with a chair. <laughs> uh, I also realized um, in this minute not only is Lewis uh, chugging the champagne, but uh, Brock's got a cigar out. Before they open the uh, vault as well. Yep. Counting yes. their chickens before they hatch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So this minute ends with them back in the lab, and uh, as uh, I think you mentioned last minute, Joe, we we now see people wearing lab wearing gloves, and they look like they're scientists and handling these artifacts the way they should. Yeah. Thank you, James Cameron. <laughs> um, That's for the nerds to do. <laughs> and then we we uh, Brock gets a call from someone named Dave who wants to know how it's going. Um, so that's how the minute ends. Does do either of you have anything else on this uh, or on Geraldo? <laughs> uh, I in the I'll say that in the commentary, James Cameron. Uh, jokingly but probably not jokingly says that uh this is a stand-in for him during the movie when he'll get calls from the studio about all the money he was burning through <laughs> god <laughs> yo man that guy is something else man <laughs> i will also i will also say as we sort of like check off places we've been uh, for like shooting locations in this movie, we've been in California for the the the, uh, the sets. Obviously, we're at the bottom of the ocean um, for Titanic, and now we're you know just outside of Halifax and Nova Scotia. So this is our our third location of I believe four major ones that we will uh, that this movie was shot at, and then the uh, the final final piece of of putting this movie together was this podcast yes it really wasn't it isn't finished until we finish this yes location basement (laughs) (laughs) that's literally true for possibly two-thirds of us i (laughs) or did duff did you leave the basement no i'm in the basement Oh, I'm in man. my dining room because my house is really old and I have to be really close to the modem for my wireless internet to be fast enough to, for this to work. Uh, I'm just, I just go downstairs so that my wife is not reminded of her mistakes. <laughs> uh, out of sight, out of mind. 
Oh my gosh! Do what either what you, podcast? <laughs> I don't know what to talk about. Uh, do either of you have anything else on minute ten of Titanic? Uh, James Cameron also says in the commentary that uh, he's talking about Brock and how Brock doesn't know what what's important, and James Cameron points out that the real treasure are the experiences we have. Mm. In um, case that that's this- not true. <laughs> I mean, we all know that, right? I mean, I kid. This is a great experience. Yes, this podcast is a great experience. For us. <laughs> For three of us, sometimes only two specifically. <laughs> experience um so uh we we need some some feedback that will not go into effect for months because we (laughs) record this so far ahead of time uh tell us how we're doing um when we get halfway through the movie we are going to have a poll and vote off one of the three hosts (laughs) so you should start thinking about who should get uh, lost in the purge and uh, tossed overboard. Let us know. What do you like? What do you not like? We're, and we are looking for more weekly features. So if you have any ideas for for you know fun angles or fun things you want to want us to do every week, I, we I know Duff goes into the Wayback Machine every Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Google Group Monday, and <laughs> we're gonna have a guest every Wednesday for uh, hardly our hardly Ocean Wednesdays. <laughs> yes, uh, for that romance. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I I'd, I would love to get like a uh, some kind of Friday tradition rolling. So maybe by next week we can come up with something. But we certainly would love to to hear your ideas too. And again, uh, we'll definitely get around to actually implementing them sometime in March. <laughs> when <laughs> um, maybe we'll do another choose your own adventure like we did in Tombstone Minute. Uh, uh sure. Um, my he, uh, my choice every time will be to go wait in the lifeboat. <laughs> you know, maybe we should. Maybe that's something we should do. Is uh, maybe the three of us should go on a cruise? Well, I there that, was- like I can't. <laughs> listeners need to know this. Every single thing in this world, like you find a way every experience to either say turn it into an argument for why we should go to Disney World. Or why would she go to a cruise? Are you my grandma? <laughs> uh, I'm going to fess up and say I would like to go to Disney World, but not a cruise. I thought we were going on the Kid Rock cruise. That's the one exception. <laughs> I, I'm willing to go on a, on a Van Halen cruise as long as it features David Lee Roth. That, yeah. I, I would pay any amount of money for that. Would... You guys, if they rebuilt the Titanic, but not with all the lower deck things that were bad that made it sink, and well, did a recreation really of the voyage, sink. would you guys go, or would you be too worried from a karmic standpoint? Um, I would go. I, I don't believe in karma. Well, I don't either, but I would go. You no, know, it's still a thing you say. Yeah, I would absolutely go yeah. in a heartbeat. I would. So, what do you want basically is for us to record an episode at sea? Yes. Because everyone loves live podcasts. Mm-hmm. Everyone <laughs> loves live podcasts, and we—I promise—I'm promising now. If we are on a cruise, ever recording a live broadcast, we don't wear shirts. 
If it's the Kid Rock cruise, I think shirts aren't allowed. <laughs> For either sex. Yes. The Kid Rock Cruise. All right, so on Monday we'll come out with our link for the GoFundMe page to get us onto a cruise <laughs> so that uh, we can record that great shirtless content that you've been craving. Um, so look for that on our Twitter feed. Uh, Duff, can you tell them what the Twitter handle is? Uh, Titanic Minute, one word for our Twitter handle. All you have to do if you want us to engage with you is... Uh, use the word Titanic in a tweet at a moment when Duff is bored at work and you're bound to get a retweet or a favorite or something. Yeah. If you're, if you ever want to engage with sad, lonely people, uh, just type Titanic into the computer and we'll, <laughs> oh my God. guys, these are our fans. <laughs> that wasn't insulting them. That's true. But it's us. It was insulting us. Good point. I'm in, okay. I'm in a basement talking about Titanic for two and a half hours. <laughs> Does anyone have anything else for a minute 10? No, no, we're good. Yeah. Engage with us online. Make us feel like we have friends. Uh, okay. We'll be back tomorrow. No, no. We no. take the weekend. You take the weekend. Enjoy yourself. Go on a cruise. <laughs> Just be careful. Just be careful. And uh, we'll be back on Monday with Minute 11. Bye.